21 after 8 news from around the world now. John Adderley joins us this morning. John, let's start uh, with uh, the Dutch police saying a gunman has killed three people. This is in Rotterdam. Yes, you don't often hear about uh, this kind of attack uh, in this part of the world. Uh, Good morning. Yeah, a 39-year-old woman and her 14-year-old daughter were killed in the first shooting at a house. And then the 32-year-old attacker then opened fire at a nearby university medical centre. And that's where a 43-year-old man was shot dead. Fire broke out in both locations. You can see smoke billowing out of the house. And students at the medical centre described chaos and confusion as the gunman went on the attack. Staff were seen running out of the building with patients, some of them on stretchers. And there's video footage showing a man dressed in camouflage clothing being led away in handcuffs. Police say that the gunman was actually known to them. He was apparently convicted of animal cruelty two years ago. And although they say there's no clear motive, they do confirm he was a student at Erasmus University, which is linked to the hospital where he went on the attack. So, you know, there might be a connection there. The Dutch Prime Minister, Mark Rutte, said on social media, my thoughts go out to the victims of the violence, their loved ones, and to all the people who've been in great fear. The European Union on the verge of agreeing on new rules and how it'll handle migrants and refugees. Yeah, there have been disagreements as you might imagine, uh, for for a long time, for years, about how you deal with people who arrive on the EU's border, whatever country that is. And of course, some countries tend to take more migrants than others. So it's about fairness. And finally, there is some progress on this following a surprise U-turn by Germany on what's called the crisis mechanism policy. And the idea is it allows countries on the front line for arrivals, those that get the most coming in, like Italy and Greece, to relocate asylum seekers to other EU members. And the deal is that countries don't, that don't want to take on more people, they have to pay those that do. And in July, Germany warned that would lead to long periods of detention for asylum seekers. They refused to vote on the issue. But now Berlin appears to have given up its objection. So that's some progress there. Here in the UK, of course, we're outside the EU now. So we're not part of that deal. And the big issue here remains the number of migrants who make that dangerous crossing over the English Channel in small boats. So it is probable that with the onset of winter soon, that will vastly reduce the number who make their way uh, over over the Channel in that you know dangerous fashion. But you know, John, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if only one remembers to turn on the light. All right, I haven't said it as well as Michael Gambon. Uh, he's passed away, Professor Dumbledore. Yeah, I, th- I think depending on your age, depends on how you'll remember Sir Michael Gambon, who's died at the age of 82. I think for many, maybe even for most, he will forever be Dumbledore. Uh, he played the Hogwarts head teacher in six of the eight Harry Potter films. And Daniel Radcliffe, who of course will forever be Harry Potter, he said that Michael Gambon was one of the most brilliant, effortless actors he'd ever had the privilege of working with. Although despite his immense talent, Daniel says the thing he remembers most about him is how much fun he had doing his job. He was silly, irreverent and hilarious. And that's a running theme in all the tributes that I've been uh, reading of that sense of fun that he had, despite some incredibly serious, hard-hitting roles. Um, Dame Helen Mirren said he was a naughty but very, very funny friend and he kept her constantly in laughter when they were filming and when they were on stage together. Being of a certain age, I remember... Michael Gambon's really powerful performance as Philip Marlowe in, in, in Dennis Potter's 
the singing detective, which was dramatised on the BBC back in the 1980s. Um, all those scenes from the character's hospital bed with startling makeup portraying the character's chronic skin and joint disease. Uh, he was known as the great gambon in the acting world, apparently, and he last appeared on stage in London 11 years ago in a Samuel Beckett play. And Dame Helen Mirren did say that he had spoken recently about getting older and finding it increasingly difficult to uh, remember to remember his lines. So, you know, he didn't do as much work towards the end. But to end on a jolly note, American actor Ryan Phillip said he felt so lucky to work with Michael Gambon on the film Gosford Park uh, when he was in yes, his 60s. Of course. And he describes uh, joyous car rides home from work in Michael Gambon's vintage convertible at breakneck speed with the Stones full volume on the radio. And he says that will stay with him for, forever. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I think we'll leave it on that note. A positive one. Always a pleasure to chat to you, John Adderley. This